This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, thanks for listening to us, and thanks for those rates and reviews on the iTunes store. Here's our question for today, Michael. Can Satan or a demon possess any non-believer they want to at any time? And I think the key to that question is at any time and a non-believer. So what we know that we know that we know is that Satan, demons, the whole just demonic realm, let's just speak generically, yes, has no capacity to possess, possess. meaning take control of a person's body. If the Holy Spirit is in that person, right. then that spirit of the Holy Spirit protects that person. So that's yep. done. That's easy. For a Christian, that answer would be a adamant no. Yeah. So like, but if you're afraid none, of Satan, then trust in Jesus and he'll never, ever be able to possess you. I've never been asked this question like this. So okay. if, if the question was, can Satan or demons possess non-believers? The answer is obviously yes. yes right. Okay. Well, then. Why wouldn't he possess all non-believers right. at all times? Yeah. Could he? Can he? I don't know. Are there parameters that would prevent him from possessing somebody? Or maybe here's here's a question that's coming out of this. So just so you know, pastors don't have all the answers. Uh, <laughs> 99.9% of them, but this is one that, you know, no. Maybe there are parameters. Yeah. Maybe a demon is not allowed to possess somebody who has not invited them. That's where I would fall. Maybe. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that I'm going to fall someplace. I don't mm-hmm. mean literally. I mean like yeah, positionally yeah, yeah, here. Positionally. But I'm open to that idea. Now, that being said, there are people who have been demon possessed who will tell you I didn't want this. Yeah, but as personal experience, and again, we're dealing with something that scripture speaks vaguely of mm-hmm. on, but not specifically to answer this question. Yep. So we have to rely upon personal experience and the testimony of the person who was possessed or is possessed. Yep. It's been my experience, and I don't have a vast experience in this, uh, maybe three or four situations. In every single one of those, there was a not an open invite per se, but an openness to the demonic world, to evil forces Correct. for that individual where— It opened the door. It gave a crack for Mm -hmm. the evil one to come into the life of that person. Can I give an analogy? Sure. So someone who does heroin for the first time obviously does not probably cognitively or consciously like say, I'm going to be an addict and this will ruin my Mm -hmm. entire life. But just doing it once opens the inevitable door to that conclusion. Sure. And so the very nature of heroin, for example, is wired mm-hmm. to literally with one use, restructure your entire brain chemistry and make you addicted. It's, yeah. like it's not a joke when they say, if you do it once, you are addicted, right? But at the same time, even though that wasn't their intention, by walking through the door, that is the necessary and inevitable result Yes, is that now you end up in this place that you may have had no intentions of being, but you're there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could say this again, processing out loud. Uh, here's what I do know. Satan is not allowed to do anything that God that does not permit, permit him to do. So maybe the reason Satan cannot possess all or demons cannot possess all people is because God has put parameters around him that mm-hmm. have prevented him from doing that. The problem is I have no biblical basis to say that. It's total right. conjecture, surmising. Yes. 
theologically say the Bible says this, mm-hmm. and here's the proof text for it. We, yep. we don't have a proof text for an answer to this. Mm-hmm. Here's what we do know. They can. They do. They don't to everybody. Right. And to some degree, you know, I, I would push back on whoever's asking this question or if the spirit of this is, well, if he can do this at any time he wants, he doesn't need to. He doesn't have yeah. to do that in order to get his work accomplished. All he's got to do is influence people. He doesn't have to possess them. Yeah, let's make an analogy, okay? Let's talk about strategic leadership because one of the things one of the things we agree on is Satan is a really good leader. Oh, absolutely. Over a worldwide, we'll say organization that is super well organized and apparently effective. Yes. So okay, let's let's just say from a leadership perspective. Uh, let's play small church world. Mm. A church has a pastor and the pastor is say maybe it's a 50 person church and the pastor feels like he's got to do everything. Mm. This has been a a plague that has affected a lot of pastors, but then somebody comes in and says, why don't you delegate? Yeah. So that one pastor rather than controlling everything can get a lot more done with a little bit of delegation. Sure. The church grows. Say there's 200 people in the church and uh, you've got two pastors now. Now, those two pastors could do everything and control everything, or they could decentralize. They could give away responsibility and keep delegating, and you can get exponentially more done with 50 solid volunteers rather than two guys running everything. Right. And, uh, of course, you lose a little bit of control along the way, but better to to decentralize a whole whole group of people on mission than to control a few. Right. I could imagine strategically it would not be a wise move for Satan to in, to send out demons and to say every demon is responsible for for possessing one person because once that demon possesses that person, that They're demon limited. is preoccupied yeah. with possessing that person as opposed to influencing multiple people. Sure. So I you know, could they? I don't know. Can they? I don't know. Um should they? If I'm a good leader, I wouldn't do it I'm that not way. They do it, yeah. And yeah, so that's a weird twist that I did not expect to answer that way. But all right, man, we blow our minds regularly. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, thanks for letting us share our opinion on this answer. Come back next time when we answer the question: How do I differentiate God's voice from other voices? Yeah.